coming from the South, living up and growing my whole life, the Seattle freeze was really big and all, uh, almost what you could say a culture shock. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah, anyway. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you guys do that every episode. We've never actually done it, but I think it's going to be a start. <laughs> what is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode number 14 of the Culture Shock Podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Tyler Grant, and sitting across the table from me is... Cody Hager. And also sitting across the table from me is one of our good friends. Lucas Wade 31. Go follow me. Instagram. <laughs> so what's your last name, Lucas Wade 31? Luke Woodison. Yeah, we have Luke Woodison, one of our best friends from uh, way back when, joining us, joining us on the podcast this week. So it's going to be an awesome deep dive into some cultural um, topics with him. But Luke, tell us just a little bit about yourself before we get diving into this episode. <clears throat> yes, me and Tyler Grant grew up together. Best friend since first grade. First grade. Hope Garrett's not listening to this. <laughs> he, he probably he doesn't even know this podcast exists. Garrett, you're my best friend. Just kidding. Anyway, uh, and then after college, I went to college in Tennessee. That was a big jump. <laughs> first grade <of> college. <laughs> Casual. <laughs> Just getting straight to it. The, the, the things are more more important. Uh, <clears throat> me and my wife, we got married in May or in June. Oh my gosh. Oh my, I hope she listens wow. to this one. Graduated college in May, married in June, started my new job all the way in Seattle, Washington Ooh, which, in July. Which is going to lead us to our main topic today. That was the fastest intro we've ever I know, done. But we're, no, we're not actually going to the topic now. Oh, okay. I thought we were ready. Which will lead us to the topic in a little bit. Okay. But every week <laughs> I always have a question that I kind of ask Cody that he's not ready for. So I'm going to ask both of you this question just to kind of get us going, get the juices flowing for our conversation to be had. Mm-hmm. If you had to live in one state in America for the rest of your life, mm. what state would you choose? You and it not be your home state. Okay. And it, I would not choose Georgia anyway. So, Okay. But if you had to choose mm. one state and you can't move away from there, you can travel other places, but this is your permanent residence for the rest of your life, what wow. state? Cody. I'm going first. You're going first. Do you know your answer, Luke? I don't either. No. Like on how, many, how many states have you lived in? Uh, five. You've okay. lived in five states? Wow, I think? that's pretty good. Literally the entire southeast. If I kept <laughs> living at your house. Uh, that's true. You do live in my then, Yeah. I lived in much. four. What's the four? Georgia? Alabama, Georgia, Tennessee. That's it. <laughs> Just three. Just three. Yeah. How many you lived in, Luke? Michigan. Oh, yeah. Georgia. Tennessee Washington. and Washington. Four. Four. Okay. Yeah. So. Okay. What state would you pick, Cody? But what what are, what are the criteria here? Literally, just just living. like, do you just want to live there? You just want to live there. Raise your family. Yeah. Boosh. I mean, it can be for a specific reason. That's what we want to talk about. Okay. Well, I do love South Carolina, and I could talk about South Carolina history. You know, till kingdom come. Which that will never be an episode on the podcast. <laughs> no, we're gonna do that. Um. Oh, this is more stressful than I thought it would be. I'm going to say Maine, just because. Maine. Have oh you ever been to Maine? Gosh. Nope. <laughs> we, we've actually been to Maine, Luke. Yes, we took a long road trip. A long road trip. Katie National Park. 24 straight <laughs> hours in the car. I just don't want to have like a basic, like, oh, North Carolina, Virginia. like. Yeah. It sounds cooler than that. There's snow up there, right? Yeah. It's just... It's Maine is cold. a beautiful state. Lobster, right? Right next to Canada. We did have lobster. Yeah. I never, you didn't have take, it. I didn't have any lobster in Tyler's Maine. I feel like it's like a... 
Like you, you got to do that. You have to. Yeah. We thought that's that we were going to find lobster at a McDonald's when the lobster roll, but we didn't find it anywhere. Yeah, that was an article going wrong. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but it wasn't there. Lied to us. We could not find it. Mm. We had, there was a little lobster place we stopped at. You would have eaten McDonald's lobster before you would have eaten a normal main Dude, lobster. No, expensive. top 10, right next to the ocean. That's where we stopped. Like, this is our first time eating lobster. Tyler's like, no. I'm good. <laughs> it was a really beautiful place, <laughs> I though. I was like, dude, Tyler. <laughs> I got like a chicken sandwich <laughs> there. <laughs> That is yes. the most Tower Grand story I've yes, ever heard. Literally. <laughs> I salute. I'm single main. Yep. What, what state would you go to? I would pick Colorado. I was going to say the same thing. Uh, Very original. <laughs> all right. I'm changing mine, Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> We're all moving to Colorado. Hey, uh, we, we would do that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I know. Is this one of those dream states? Like, you know what? Yeah. Maybe I want to go It to has Colorado. everything of interest. Mm-hmm. It's beautiful. Yeah. It's not too hot. Pretty cold. But it's great. Depends on where you're at, but yeah. 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 I- I'd say Colorado for sure. Okay. Real quick spin off that. If, it, if you had to live in a country that wasn't America for the rest of your life, which one and why? Uh, definitely Vietnam. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I just said the first country that I think of. And the first country was Vietnam? Vietnam. Oh yeah, definitely. Not like England or... Oh, sorry, okay. yeah. oh my gosh, no. <laughs> what, would, what would it be for you? <laughs> I don't know how to ask y'all. Um, I answered. No. Uh, it would... I feel like I could live in England. All the soccer. Yeah. Football. Mm, yeah, yeah, that'd be fun. Like, um, that's a great question as well. I was thinking England. You know, I practice my... English, yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> that helps. <laughs> practice my British accent all the time. He does, and it's really <laughs> annoying. <laughs> but I'm getting good at it. I would pick South Africa. Okay. That's a good pick. That's a yeah. interesting pick. You know, good it's pick. just different. Um... They have, you know, <laughs> South and Africa. Can you Do name one city in South Africa? <laughs> All I know is Cape Town, and that's pretty much from the movie Invictus. And that's where you'd live is Cape Town. I guess so. And there's good surfing because they're on Shark, Shark Week all the time, South Africa. That's true. Which, <laughs> good surfing and Shark Week, I don't think those two things. <laughs> that's exactly Not a good combo. I don't think that's my. Uh, that's like a movie plot waiting to happen yeah. right there. Oh boy! My one actually in two completely different <laughs> countries. I either choose Australia. Oh, I forgot about. Or Australia. honestly, probably Canada. <laughs> or Canada. Canada. That doesn't count. I don't think I could do Canada. Really? <laughs> yeah. I, Just because Dylan Bledsoe. Yeah. I, know. <laughs> <laughs> I would eat a lot of Tim bits though. <laughs> Tim bits are the best. Tim bits, I'm not. I'm not even lying. They blew my mind. I what was like, are these those? are so good. They're like uh, donut holes. Yeah, donut holes from Tim Did you Hortons. Have them in Maine. No, we, we were going to Cedar Point. You know, I bet. I bet there is. I bet there is a yeah. Tim Hortons Come across. But we were at Cedar. We were at Cedar Point, in Ohio. Right? Oh, that's right. And we were Sandusky, we were dogging Ohio. on Tim Hortons so bad because it's like, oh, all these Ohio people talking about it. Mm-hmm. We were so hungry, got a huge thing of Tim bits, and our lives were changed. Yes. They were great. I gotta have some of these. You do. Way better than Dunkin' Munchkins. <laughs> those things are terrible. They are. I hate those. Um, which this actually leads us kind of into our conversation today. We're gonna be talking about different states in some type of way, but we're gonna be talking actually about the different types of culture that exist within America, primarily between the Pacific Northwest and the Southeast part of the United States. Because Luke has seen both of these very in depth. We're going to kind of pick his mind a little bit and just see the differences and the similarities between the people and the culture, the food, the the lifestyle of the Pacific Northwest, Washington, Seattle, compared to Montgomery, Alabama, Dalton, Georgia, all these southern places. Which those of you who are listening who know Dalton, Georgia, shout out. Yeah, and Cookville. Um, 
Shout out. Cookville. <laughs> if there's someone listening to this podcast from Cookville, please leave a review. Please. A good one. Anybody no. leave us a review. Ooh, We'd appreciate that. Yeah. We, we, we do have a review to read, read later on in the episode. Our first one. It's going to be an exciting wow. time. All right. First question. When thinking about the differences between the Pacific Northwest, Seattle, and the Southeast, what's the biggest difference? Mm. That's a great question. There are stereotypes for a reason. Okay. And there's two stereotypes that really jump out whenever you ask that question. Okay. One, Southern hospitality. Okay. Like that stereotype is there for a reason. Mm-hmm. It's so accurate. And then two, Seattle specific, is the Seattle freeze. What's the Seattle freeze? You Seattle tell us. freeze. <clears throat> it's what Seattleites are known for. Or we just just lump the whole Pacific Northwest region. Is that people? They're not mean. They're not mean people. They're just. I will live my life and you will live your life and we will have no interaction. We'll never cross paths ever, no matter if we work together or not. Okay. So. Coming from the South, living up and growing my whole life, the Seattle freeze was really big and all, uh, almost what you could say a culture shock. Mm. Oh. <laughs> I, yeah. Anyway, wow. uh, I don't know if you guys do that every episode. We've never actually done it, but I think it's going to be a start. <laughs> yeah, we should hide it in every, I think we should. every episode. Yeah. You just did Pixar Easter egg. Oh, yeah. I know. Yeah. If you did not listen to the Pixar ranking podcast make sure go back listen oh, to it check it's it out it's really good people get this good you plug. already your instagram you're plugging <laughs> our podcast you're asking for reviews this you're is good at this you know how it's done this is how you get brought back anyway <laughs> um no i did i did actually listen to the pixar podcast and cody had great great uh, criteria <laughs> i want to apologize i was <laughs> so <laughs> enveloped in that soccer game he was, was like seattle freeze yeah gotcha. seattle freeze seattle freeze and so uh, if you're if you're coming from the southern hospitality point of view, uh, you'll feel as if everyone is trying to give you the cold shoulder. So mm-hmm. not trying to interact. Not they don't care about your life. They could care less what you're doing. Care less what you're trying to accomplish. And you know. So if so, you're walking down the street and you are like and you just pass somebody and you wave to them, what would they do? Is this a stranger or not? Stranger. <laughs> yes. Um. Yeah, I, I think they would think you're crazy, okay. honestly. And just being back in the South for a couple of days, uh, literally I bought ice cream and the girl at the counter said, uh, thank you so much for coming in. You have a blessed day. That was, that was some great Alabama right there. Really good Alabama. It was, it was, it was in Alabama, and it honestly caught me off guard. So I, I was living in Seattle for the past three years, and so I guess I just got used to yeah. the – just not caring about other people's lives yeah. at all. So when you were like buying something, checking out at like uh, Chipotle or something, would you say like thank you so much after you paid, or would you just you'd get no. your food and just go on? No, too busy for that. So interesting. Too much in a rush. And you've only been back like what three days now? Three days. Yeah. Yeah. So it still is a little. So it's a culture shock coming back yeah. here a yes. little bit. It literally and like I was like blessed. Oh my gosh, what does that even mean? <laughs> Bless your heart. I don't know that word in a minute. Bless your heart. Yep. <laughs> well, uh, fun fact, I'm a better friend of Luke's than Tyler actually is mm, because come on. I went to go visit Luke slash family in uh, Washington. I did not. Almost like a year ago now, I want to say. It True. was about this time a year ago. Yeah. Um, but my wife and I went, and I think we had heard the term Seattle freeze before then. And like 
you have it kind of made up in your head, like, okay, maybe people are just mean, but it's exactly what you're saying. Like, they're not a, a mean person by any means. They could they could be the yeah. nicest person in the world. Yeah. They just don't care to know anything about you or who you are or talk to you. Nope. Like, she was talking about, or my wife was, that she went and got donuts one morning. Tim um, Hortons? No, a rando hipster coffee shop thing. Top Pot Donuts. Seattle. Yeah. Of course. Whatever. And um, she went to go get donuts and was like talking to the lady who was checking her out. And she said that Sarah said that she was just talking and the girl literally did not acknowledge her. Was like, your total is 11 4. And yeah, she's like, that's good. Okay. That's and then that was it. Like, that was accurate. a normal Seattle interaction. Was it hard for you the first time you yeah. like got up to Seattle and encountered that? Was it hard or did you just adapt to it really quick? Um, no, it, it really is. Like, think about it because you spent the first. 20 something years of my life in the South. Yeah. Um, and so then when you go out there at first, honestly, it's like, it's a bit of a relief. You're like, huh, not everybody is trying to be concerned <laughs> about my life. Yeah. Like, wow, I can just, I can just do my own I thing. I just do my own thing and nobody cares. And then you, you start to miss it. Like, why, how come nobody's asking about my day? <laughs> <laughs> I would hate it. How come I never get told to have a blessed day? Wait, you know? are there Chick-fil-A's in Seattle? I can't remember. Dude, so this is a great story. Uh, on our interview out there, we literally land Seattle airport. Somebody from uh, our church picks us up and he's like, hey, there's this brand new restaurant <laughs> oh, no. that just opened up and I want to take you guys. And we're thinking, oh my goodness, Seattle be food. so good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like maybe seafood, like yeah. just caught like off deadliest catch or something, <laughs> you know, how our brain. And then he's like, it's called Chick-fil-A. <laughs> Dude, I'm from Atlanta. <laughs> and I tell him, like, bro, I'm from the ATL. And that's just what I tell people. I'm from Dalton, which yeah. is an hour and a half away. We call anyway. it. We, we say we're from Atlanta. That yeah. So we're from it Atlanta. Makes me think of, remember when we went to Utah and we were trying to find a place to eat? And Dean was like, oh, there's this new place open up down the road. It's called Zaxby's. Yes. <laughs> yes. And I was like, Do you remember, let's try it. <laughs> Do you remember the map of all the nation Zaxby's? Yes. And it's like southeast, southeast, stops at the Mississippi, Utah. <laughs> and there's like three in Utah. There was one at the time, and it was that one in Ogden. In Ogden, not even yeah. Salt Lake City. I met somebody the other day who was at the exact same one from the south, and they're like, thank God that Zaxby's was, it was there. It was such a relief. That's how I made it through. Anyway. Back to Seattle. So he takes us to Chick-fil-A. And so we had one, and <clears throat> it ended up being uh, from where we were, the Chick-fil-A was like 30 minutes away. But Ooh. were they like nice, like oh have my a great goodness. day? Would they say my pleasure? Ooh. They would say my pleasure. Okay. Shout out to Corporation yeah. Chick-fil-A. Yes. Like, well done. Bringing some Southern hospitality to but the state of Washington. They they weren't always like that. Mm-hmm. We got there, and we had, like, a catering order for a big event that we were doing for, like, 300 people. And we ordered all these drinks, like, sweet tea, lemonade, like, gallons for our event. And they forgot them. They delivered them. Chick-fil-A forgot them. And so we, we went to Chick-fil-A, like, complained, like, hey, just let you know you forgot them. He's like, oh, my goodness, I'm so sorry. Gave us nothing. Nothing, like, <laughs> no, no free sandwich cards, no, Dude, like, In Alabama, they start just taking their clothes off their back and just start handing <laughs> yes. it to you. Like, what else can we give you, man? I got my car keys right here. Like, what, what else can I give you? <laughs> we, we ordered them again through catering because, like, 
everybody loves Chick-fil-A because they never have it, right? It's like, wow, this is amazing. So we ordered the catering again. They forgot our order. We went there to pick it up this time so we wouldn't forget our drinks. We we get there. They forgot to make it. So we waited for an hour and a half. Oh, I've never waited for more than five minutes at Chick-fil-A. Oh, my goodness, yes. yes. And they made all of our food. And he, the... The assistant manager comes out and says, I'm so sorry, so sorry for this delay. Here's two free sandwich cards. Two? Just two. <laughs> Not even the combo meal either. Just the sandwich. I've got two free sandwich cards for waiting seven minutes for my food. Yes. I've got two free sandwich cards for doing nothing. <laughs> Chick-fil-A. Yeah. Like, you sign up for like the online thing, right? Oh, like yeah. you have the app Legit. Like, where every Monday they're like, hey, you go to Chick-fil-A on Monday? Just because. Have a reward. Just have it. Just take it. We don't mm. even care. So my wife, literally vivid, she's from the South as well, emails the corporation. Turns out that the manager gets a hold of us, and she gives us like 100 free free sandwich cards. And then every single order we've ever done from then on has been free delivery. And they cooked for us on Sunday. Mm. I got two questions. That's a big deal. First actually. one. It was a <laughs> big deal. Did you disperse the 100 sandwich cards to your students, or did you give them all to yourself? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, what else are we talking about? <laughs> I'm just kidding. I definitely, I definitely gave them away. Definitely gave them away. But the second one, was this the order myself. where you drove seven hours to get in and out yeah. and then ended up getting Chick-fil-A? Man, Tell, what does this have to do? <laughs> that has nothing to do with it. You told me this story earlier. It has a little bit to do dying. with stuff. Luke, tell the story. I wish it was seven and a half hours. Anyway. So we we're big on events. Like that's how we try to get kids. Luke was a student pastor at a church. Yeah. Yes. So to give you way. some background, I was middle school pastor at a church in Seattle. Uh, it's one of the biggest one of the biggest churches in Seattle. Uh, very thriving, actually. And so every five weeks, we'd have a big, huge event. So one of the events that we came up with was, hey, the closest In and Out Burger, which. Have you guys had In and Out? Yes, we, we had In and Out in Utah. <laughs> it wasn't okay. the best In and Out. It was, it was still good though. We had the experience. I knew what it was about afterwards. Yeah, yeah. gotcha. Got okay, it. so our students love In and Out because they just travel all the time and they they know about it, right? And so we're like, you know what? We're gonna drive down to In and Out, get four hundred cheeseburgers, drive them back, and then I, this I already literally sounds like a bad idea. I literally had. Eight coolers full in a church van, just driving down. Uh, it was. It ended up being a nine-hour drive. It from, was nine. It was nine-hour drive from where we were to Eugene, Oregon. Right? Um, no, it, it, the closest one is Grants Pass. So Eugene, I just stopped there for a track. That's meet. what it was. Yes. Okay. Uh, but we had to go to Grants Pass or Medford. I, I forgot which. Is one. it still in Oregon? Yeah, it's okay. still in Oregon, but Southern Oregon, right? And so. This was just an idea, and so I called in and out and they're a big corporation, so they don't have, like, a phone number for each direct mm. uh, store. They that. just have customer service yes, lines. that sucks. And so I called the customer service line. I said, hey, this is just a shot in the dark, but do you think we could have 400 cheeseburgers and just put them in a cooler and then just deliver them the next day? And they're like, oh, my goodness, yeah, they can make 400 cheeseburgers for you. You just go to the store. I'm not sure how you talk, but that's how I heard him. So they said, <laughs> just they pull up. said, you don't even have to text, email, Twitter, whatever. You don't have to do anything. Just show, just up. show up. 400 cheeseburgers. They won't even contact the store that we were going to. They didn't even care. 
And so I get, I drive nine hours and I go to the manager or no, I, I go to just a person, just 15, what, like 16 year old kid just working behind the counter and making burgers. <laughs> and I was like, Hey, this is going to come across crazy, but I'll take, I'll take 400. I'll take 400 burgers. <laughs> Like his eyes. You can just imagine. <laughs> He's like, nah, like, wait, for real, like, did you say 400 or just you would want four? I was like, no, no, four zero zero. Like, I've got coolers in the van and I, ready to yeah. go. You see that creepy church man right there? That's mine. Load it up. Four of coolers. <laughs> And he's like, yeah, let me go talk to my manager. His manager comes out, and he's like, what are you trying to do? I'm like, look, listen. <laughs> I just throw on all my charm whatsoever. 400 for students trying to change the world. I drove nine hours to get here. <laughs> We're actually from Seattle. And he's like, yeah, absolutely not. And I'm like, but, 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 but the customer service guy said I could. <laughs> He's like, if you go to any store in and out, it's quality insurance purposes, and there's no way that I'm going to let you take 400 back to Seattle and serve them. Man. So you had to drive all the way back. Well, first I, I did get a double-double animal style. <laughs> <laughs> and then I ate that. I was literally depressed. I ate it, but uh, it was comfort food. It comfort. was. And I got a chocolate milkshake, too. So moral of the story, don't try to order 400. No, they. You can order four hundred. You just have to eat them immediately. <laughs> That's what he told me, man. So next time, if you're wanting to do an event, just go I'm say just really it's for hungry. that day, mm. and just put them in your cooler. Mm. That's so great. Moving on from hospitality, I don't even know. Where I don't even we know where we're at, but yeah. Um, talk a little bit about like the language and the lingo and like how people communicate in Seattle versus the South. Mm. That is a great question. Um, that's, that's how he starts off everyone <laughs> process. That's what you say whenever you don't know what to say. Like, Very let political. me give me some time. Sometimes yeah, it's like, you start a sentence and you don't know where it's going. <laughs> yeah, but you find it along the that's way. That's a great question. As I'm thinking of what to say, um, so for me, um, I was dealing a lot with. So where I lived was Redmond, Washington, which is uh, the headquarters of a little company called Microsoft. Oh. What what was, they what's do? Microsoft? You may have heard of them. <laughs> yeah. Also, the headquarters of Amazon is there, and the headquarters of Boeing is there, and Costco. Which, Cody, and, have you ever seen Amazon headquarters, the actual building? I think we were by it. Like, this big, like, biome type of, like, building. I'm, I'm right about this, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Oh, wait, no, we saw one downtown that was, like, It's just, office. like, a big biome, like, garden. Look it up later. It's this craziest working environment. Yeah. Um, but moving back cool. on, what you're talking anyway, about. Anyway, lots of headquarters. Starbucks, you know. And so uh, the language just within like email and communication with like parents and uh, students is very quick. They want information as soon as possible and even planning events. Mm -hmm. uh, We had to give them to them so far in advance because they would try to plan their summer schedule like well in advance. And yeah, in the lingo, I, I, I hung out with a lot of students a lot. And so everything that was hip or in or the new phase of anything, I feel like I heard of it first. Yeah. I, w- I would assume that a place like Seattle would get it like 
three months before we would. It's where culture yes. is birthed. I yes. really do feel like that in New York City, maybe. Yeah. But like L.A. and Seattle, I feel like they're just right on it because L.A. like they're way cooler than Seattle people. Yeah. But Seattle people are all on, on the uh, technology, and so. Mm. We hear about it very quickly. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And so, like, the Generation Z, all their lingo and everything, like, I definitely heard that first. And then you start seeing, like, a a wave of different YouTube videos or uh, the Southern people finally catch up. We finally catch it, like, a year (laughs) later. (laughs) We're behind on everything. And then speaking about language, like, I was talking to you about it earlier, but, like, everybody, like, everybody cussed around you. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. just a normal, normal it, part it of life. It literally had, it was just everyday conversation, just, and you, coming from the South, it's like ultra frowned upon. Like, that's something you do not do. Oh, my goodness. If you're ever trying in to public, be. At least. Yeah, in you, public. You say yeah. you don't do it. <laughs> you fake it. <laughs> yes. In public. But, uh, yeah, it was just, it was just so common. It was just an everyday language. It was in their vocabulary. It's in mm. their vocabulary. Um, and so... Yeah. So plan off that. You were kind of talking about like the people would be planning on like planning things way in the future. They're very prompt with stuff. So I would assume the answer to this. But are Seattle people very prompt and on time or very lazy and get there when they can? Ooh. You would think you would know the answer to that. Yeah. And I feel like I'm wrong now. (laughs) (laughs) And that's the crazy thing is that they would constantly be late. Really? Really? Yes, because they have so much going on. Okay. They're trying to multitask and juggle so many things, keep so many plates spinning in mm-hmm. the air. Uh, like people, so our church, like we had a 945 service, and 1115 service, and people would get there like right at 1130, 1145 at our 1115 service. Dang. So they missed yeah. the, the first two songs, 100%. Oh, they missed all of worship. Yeah. And we play four <laughs> songs. They would just skip and they just... Maybe that was on purpose. <laughs> we said that happened too. <laughs> yeah, that's true. But no, like literally even for signing up for an event, like, okay, let's say we have a, a summer camp in, in August and so we started registration back in February, right? And so... Uh, it would it would constantly be because we're we're very huge on like data and like numbers and we're results driven uh, environment and so it would get to June and we would have twenty kids signed up. Oh my gosh! In, in a big church, and we have a church like our our average attendance is like almost two hundred a week, right? In, for in st- the students, just middle school. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, just middle school. Yeah. and so we would have twenty, and it's like two months until camp, and we're like, oh my goodness, I'm getting yelled at. Like that's not good. You better yeah. change it right now. And then just last minute, I think one day. A week before camp, our record was like 37 oh, in gosh. one day. They just wait till the week. last second. That's yes. so interesting. Yeah. That is really interesting. Do you think it's just priorities with church kind of just falling lower, lower on the totem pole? That may be a possibility, which is very strong. Yeah. So, like, we're big on numbers. So we had a – our average attendee would come to church like 1.7 times a month. Okay. And so, and that's why we had like five week cycles of marketing and events and everything. So we would try to hit them at least one month or one week out of the month. Uh, And so there's just so many things to do in Seattle each and every weekend. 
And I worked at the church, and I was like, man, I wish I didn't have to go to church today. <laughs> I mean, the Seahawks are playing this weekend. Oh, I can see them play. Oh, yeah. I'm not even talking about the sea- Seahawks. That's a different religion. I'm, I'm talking <laughs> about, like, there's a there's a food truck festival or uh, just fresh fresh snow or I something. I the basic white girl. <laughs> <laughs> now, let me some food trucks and some tacos. <laughs> that was one of the coolest things I ever went to. There's, just like, 20 food trucks downtown, and it was amazing. And there were way Seattle. There's way too many people. There's honestly way too many people. All right, you hit on the Seahawks. We talk about the Seahawks. Okay, so the Seahawks. Like you hear about the Seattle Seahawks, and like they <laughs> religion have, is a weak word for yeah. There's someone there. like what's what's another step above religion on that one? So I relationship. <laughs> that's good. <laughs> Oh my goodness, Jesus Juke. It's not bad religion. It's bad relationship. Jesus is the 12th man. Oh. I take not I Seahawks. Okay. If anyone's from Seattle listening, I'm sorry. He didn't mean that. <laughs> no, but okay, so my very first Seahawks Sunday. Um it was like a it was an away game, the first game of the season. It was away game. So our numbers like people still come to church if it's an away game. If it's not an 11 a.m. game. If it's 11 a.m. game, no one comes to church because like it's a 1 p.m. start here or east. Eastern time. Yeah. Oh, here it'd be 12. But in Seattle, it's 11 a.m. Right? Or 10 10 a.m. 10 a.m. So church time. 10 a.m. game. Yeah. So that's right in between both of our. So nobody came to church at all. But my very first weekend, uh, it was an away game, and if just for number speaking if there was a thousand people probably 800 people were wearing seahawks jerseys to church wow that's impressive it was that's awesome a sea of just lime green and navy blue and russell it wilson blew my mind was oh, that, that the biggest dude, one russell wilson was amazing and when i first got there richard sherman was a big deal too yeah, yeah, yeah. okay yeah r.i.p He's no longer with us, but I was like, did, did I just, <laughs> no, he's very much alive. <laughs> well, it depends who you ask. <laughs> if you ask the Seattle Seahawks fans, he's he's dead to them. He went to their rival. Uh, but yeah, it blew my mind, and I didn't have a, a Seahawks jersey at the time. Neither did my wife, and so literally right after service, we got online and ordered <laughs> ordered jerseys. Like we felt so out of place. Gotta fit in with the culture. Yes, I like that's more extreme than like in. Alabama Auburn here because people don't on wear jerseys. Yeah, on, on a, a Sunday, Sunday. Sunday, and that's what's different. Yes. It's like yeah. NFL is so much more prominent in the West. Yeah, hundred percent everywhere except for the Southeast. Yeah, fact. But think about it. If Alabama played Auburn on a Sunday morning. Nobody would be at church. That's true. Fact. That's true. That's true. And that's the difference is that college football is on Saturday mm-hmm. and it falls on Sunday. Mm-hmm. So it, it conflicts with your church schedule. Like if it's an away game for Auburn or Alabama and they played on a Sunday, ain't nobody showing nobody's up at church. church. No. Mm-mm. I'm probably not at church. And I'm working work You need at to pray about that. I know. <laughs> but I mean, it's just, it's the, it's the same Dude, thing. That's just how a different... I felt though. Yeah. <laughs> whenever, I, whenever I bought that jersey, I started becoming a fan. I was Everything like, changed. oh my gosh, they have a 10 a.m. game. They're playing Tampa Bay. It's like, they're playing Tampa Bay. <laughs> oh, some Eastern team. <laughs> that's, the, that's the first Eastern team that came to mind. I specifically remember they played uh, Carolina Panthers, actually, a 10 a.m. game, and nobody came. Nobody came to church. And I remember, like, I do not want to be here. I went to the bathroom, like, five times that service. Checking the score. Just checking the score. Yeah. Just looking at highlights. So, wow. so talking about church a checking little bit. Talking a little bit about church culture. We've hit on it just a little bit with people kind of late, not prioritizing it, mm. putting football first. Talk a little <laughs> bit more about just church culture compared to the Southern church culture. Yeah, the bit, this was 
I hate to say this phrase again, but this was the biggest culture shock. <laughs> I love it. This is great. He's good at We're getting our money's worth <laughs> with Luke right here. Yeah. Glad Wait. we flew him down from Seattle for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We're a big budget we've got here on Culture Shock Podcast. <laughs> yeah. Visit our Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> He's plugged everything. We don't even don't have, even a, have Patreon. a Patreon. Have but a if Patreon. you want to send money, seven two one nine. I'm not going to give my address. <laughs> do not give your address. You get really close to giving. I it. didn't. I got close. <laughs> All right, church culture. Anyway, the biggest the biggest difference for me was in the South, and you guys can correct me if I'm wrong. But Sunday, if you don't go to church, you get like almost frowned upon. Yes. Like oh, wow. Yeah. It's Sunday. You didn't go to church. You get or asked the next week. If you if yeah. you're a student, you show up Monday. Like, wait, you didn't go to church or on even, Sunday? I've done this to my by myself. I've been in a restaurant after church, and I see somebody come in in gym shorts and a t-shirt, Ooh. and you're like, you didn't go to church. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, man, I'm being such a Ooh, Pharisee right now. <laughs> that's good. That's true. But that's how it is, though. Yeah, we're sort of grown up into that of like it's Sunday, you go to church, yeah. no questions asked. Even if you don't get anything from it, nope. you don't care about it. You Doesn't have matter. to go just because it's, it's a culture. Yeah. yeah, and like if you don't, shame on you. Yeah, how dare you? Yeah, in Seattle, it's the complete opposite. How? It's like wait, I want to go do this on Sunday, but you're going to church. What an idiot! Shame on you for going to church. <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. I can't believe you're going to church. Like. Why would you do that? And so that's the biggest difference. Wow. It's a completely different culture, though. Like what we were saying at the beginning. I mean, you know better than we do. Like in America, you have so many different cultures, and it's like a whole different nation within a nation. Mm -hmm. But where church culture is church culture and normal culture in the South, even like Atlanta is a pretty big metropolitan city and a city city. But still, it's like church is a cultural thing you go almost. But yeah. So in Seattle, were small groups a big thing, or was it very much you come into church, stay in your lane? Mm, that's it. Oh, gotcha. It's um, a good question. On paper, it's like every church. I mean, 21st century church and in, in our modern day church culture and organization, we're gonna try to focus on small groups. Yeah. And especially if you're a mega church, you know, any anybody above a thousand people. And so our church, like we would average like three to four thousand a weekend. And so we're huge on small groups. Like we're, we're huge on, hey, you need to show up during the week, plug in small group. Like this is what God wants you for your life. Life change happens, yeah. whatever. Realistically, no. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. It was such a drop off. And so really? let's say for middle school, let's say we had 200 on Sunday. We At first, when I first got there, we had small groups on Wednesday. Okay. If we had 200, then we we never hit above 40 students. Wow. And that is a drastic difference of like, wow, we have 200. We have 200 on Sunday, but, you know, they only come once a month. And so on our roster, we have like 500, 600 students and only 40 come on Wednesday for small groups. Interesting. It was huge. And they're just busy. Yeah. They just have so many things going on. Is it like a sports thing or they just had other stuff in general? Yeah. So, I mean, in our region where we lived on the east side of Seattle in Redmond uh, and Sammamish, um, there were three high schools. And of those, in like those three high schools, each one of them are ranked top 25 in the nation. 
Well, like I, academically? Academically. Oh. <laughs> wow. Well, yes. Same thing here in Alabama. <laughs> Definitely in Montgomery. <laughs> Montgomery schools are about to lose their accreditation, so there's that. 49 out of oh 50, baby. Goodness. Thank you, Mississippi. <laughs> Keeping us a step above the rest. <laughs> Wow. Oh, so Lord. yeah, so we had East Lake and uh Skyline and Eastside Catholic and those three are are ranked top 25 in the nation academically. And I mean they're they're super good in a- uh athletics too. Like Eastside Catholic, they like they're contenders every single year yeah. for football. And Skyline, they've produced like great athletes and uh, so is East Lake, and so each each day, like during the week, they've always had something going on. Whether it's academic, like uh, taking a violin lesson, or Casual. learning German, or yeah. something, or going to a tutor, wow. or uh, even with like pretty much any like metropolitan city, yeah. there's always going to be like select teams mm-hmm. with sports. And so it's not it's one thing if you play the school sport, uh, but then you have to play on the AAU basketball team or something. Yeah. You have to be on the select team. Mm-hmm. And so soccer was a, was a like huge deal. Very mm-hmm. big deal. Uh, that and is so like, it's people say it's like the soccer capital in the U S for a lot of places oh, dude. because of the we Sounders. So the Sounders many. have had oh, the yeah. most like MLS to support that's true. every time the U S yeah, goes and they play a game in Seattle, it is hopping. That's so true. And then there's a big movement <clears throat> there too. Um, yeah. All that I saw firsthand. Um, and, and the thing about select sports is they could care less about Sunday. And Seattle already could care less about Sunday for church reasons. Yeah. And so uh, if it was select season, whether like we had girls on softball select like 18 under team or something, they would never, they would always they be at a be tournament, always be yep. at a tournament. So on Sunday mornings, like during a worship service, what was the like environment and atmosphere like? Would students like participate in worship and raise their hands or do anything? Or would they just kind of be very stoic? So one thing that we're very, like not we, or the church is very good at is being first time focused. And so when I say that, I mean like if someone has never heard of the name Jesus before, Mm -hmm. how do you organize or orchestrate your church service to make sure that that person who's never heard of Jesus could feel comfortable and not uncomfortable? Because very seeker sensitive top search. Yes. Very, very Mm -hmm. sensitive. And so it's so good at that is that it attracts unchurched people. And so uh, with having that focus on uh, being first-time focused uh, towards people is that it would, during like a worship service, people, there would probably, in an auditorium of a thousand people, there would probably be three or four with their hands raised. Wow. Whoa. Yes. And so everyone else, just think about it. If you're going to like a Baptist church, (laughs) (laughs) but just think about if like you love country music and like, that's what you've grown up loving that you listen to it all the time. But then someone takes you to a rap concert for the very first time. It's like, what are these songs? I've never heard them in my it's life. It's literal culture shock. I can't get... Yeah. Again. I mean, it, it really is like... Almost forced. No, For, Fourth time this episode. <laughs> I'll edit it out. <laughs> no, but it, it really is. And so someone who's never heard of the name Jesus, and especially Seattle, oh my yeah. goodness, moving all across the world for Microsoft, for Amazon, for mm-hmm. Boeing, and then they come to, to this church and they're like, what is going on? Yeah. But that's something like... 
to be prideful about. It's like, yeah, we have a lot of lost people that coming really to our cool. church. Yeah, I'm coming in. That's neat. Yeah, so for our <laughs> for our student ministry services, like because student ministry is, uh, we try to be like more charismatic than the adult services, and yeah. I feel like that's normal, but. And so our worship team would be just up there, just like trying, like pouring their hearts out. Yeah. And then we just see little, little in, Timmy. Intro, introvert little Timmy who's like trying to make his own app or something and like <laughs> doing a coding like color and book or something. He probably will make his own yeah. app. <laughs> yeah. And he would just like sit there, like, what are they doing? Yeah. This is stupid. So interesting. That's huh. also a middle school student. But. That is very true. <laughs> That's so true. But with the adults, it, it would it, it did the same thing. Yeah. I do have a friend though who designs apps. So if you have an app idea, I, mean, I can that. just text him. It works for Microsoft, and that's his job. Boom. That is awesome. <laughs> so now that you're living you, Spencer. somewhere that's not Seattle, not sure where you're living right now. That's um, correct. You're in the southeast. <laughs> what are you going to miss the most? Oh, that's easy. I already know what this is. I have no clue. Yeah, dude. Hit it. Snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I knew that. Which is something we haven't talked about at all yet. Yeah, we haven't even talked about outdoor recreation. Or even just the fact that... Like Mount Rainier is there, mm. just the outdoor side of things. Yeah, one of the things that I would want to move out there for the most would be snowboarding and the outdoor recreation. Tell us a little bit about your experience with snowboarding in Seattle. <clears throat> so our first season there, uh, me and my, my wife snowboards too. She's amazing. She gets better every single year. So attractive. Anyway. She was snowboarding, what, a month after having a baby? Five weeks. Man. Dude. Yeah, that's, that's impressive. Intense. She, here's... She was actually pregnant, but she didn't know she was pregnant. And so she snowboarded. She ended up snowboarding the first month and a half of pregnancy. Oops. (laughs) Yeah. Good thing she's good. (laughs) No, right? Good thing she's good. (laughs) But five weeks after, that's crazy. But yeah, so she just loved it so much. Baby was born December 15th. Oh, that's the day after my birthday. So close. I did not know that until now. Connection. Mm. And then five weeks after, she... Went to the best ski resort in the world, Whistler, Canada, and she snowboarded. After y'all drove all night with a month and a half old baby. Yeah, that was honestly awful. But uh, <laughs> <Y'all> crazy. <laughs> but that the pile, things though. you do for <laughs> fresh yeah. pile up in Canada, man. Shred the gnar. <laughs> Nothing like it. <laughs> so the first season, uh, yeah, we literally we didn't get a season pass anywhere. We just uh, explored every single. You're church hopping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're mountain we were, hopping. We were mountain hopping. We explored every single uh, snowboarding resort in uh, Washington and Oregon. That's the life. It, it was amazing, fantastic. honestly. It was it was really fun. And, and then the second we season. And ride on ice. <laughs> or go skiing when it's 70 degrees outside. <laughs> Never done that still. That was the worst. Yeah, that, that actually sounds awful. It was. Sorry. Anyway. No, yeah, that's one thing, though. These Washington mountains, they're not popular. Honestly, they're not that popular. Compared to, like, if someone's in the east, southeast, they're going to be like, okay, we want a snowboard trip. Let's go to Colorado or Utah. Yes. Yep. You don't think about Seattle. Yeah. Uh, or Washington in general, or even Oregon. But there's a place we went. It's in like uh, sort of almost central Washington called Mission Ridge. And we didn't even look at the snow report until the day before, but it ended up they it snowed 40 inches in the past 24 hours. Oh my God. 24 that was the hours. base in most of the places on the East Coast. Oh, if that. Yeah. Sometimes it's like 28. Yeah. 
No, yeah. So we talk about some pow pow. Mm. It was just in my. It was negative six that day, mm. and so the snow was light and fluffy, and it was all. <laughs> I had a snow beard, one of those you know oh, snow yes. beards uh, know that, that you watch in YouTube videos. Yeah. I felt like a YouTube documentary. Man. Anyway, and now what, it's, it's ninety-one degrees outside right now. Very different. Oh my! I've been in I've been in the southwest for or the south, <laughs> southeast. Feels like the desert. It really enough. does. I've been yeah. in the southeast for three days, and I've probably lost like ten pounds in sweat. Yeah, very different. I feel my my daughter's six months old. And I just see her sweating. I'm like, I'm so sorry. She's like, what is this? What is this? Yeah. Heat? I don't know what this is. Okay, Dude. I would be remiss if I did not ask about what is the name of this place. In the middle of Washington, and it is the Gatlinburg of the south, of, of the northwest. Mm. What is the name of this place? It's a city. It's really kitschy, and it's, like, in the middle of the mountains, and this is going to bug me so bad. My wife is going to know it off the top of her head, and we went there, and it is straight up the Gatlinburg. Like, very touristy? Yes. And really, like, old people want to go there so bad kind of thing. Mm. Oh, no. I thought you would know off the top of your head. No. I'm going to look this up. Continue talking, and I'll find it. The Gatlinburg yeah, of yeah, Washington. I, I don't know. Once I say it, you'll know it. I think of Gatlinburg. I think of ultra, <laughs> ultra tacky. And yeah, no, the worst. Well, yes, that's pretty accurate too. Dang it. Um, I'll find it. Yeah. Anyway. Back to the weather. So, yeah, okay. Forget um, I said anything. I'll text her. <laughs> so our favorite mountain that we went to uh, was Mount Baker up in... Uh, well, the closest town is Bellingham. Uh, you just get to Bellingham and you take a road, a highway, and you just are on that highway until it doesn't or until it ends. Okay. And that's the ski resort. Mm. And Mount Baker is like at what is Mount Baker? It's like ten thousand feet elevation or something like that. Or yeah, something like that. And it uh, wins every single year for the most snowfall. In wow. The, yeah. Like Mount in the Baker, US? Washington. Or just in the um, it depends on the season. Okay. It depends on the season. Um, and it's usually the world. Whoa. Oh my um, gosh. Did not know yeah. that. It's usually the world. And so like they have a record um for the most in the world so far, and it's um it's like nine hundred inches or something like in that. In one year? In one year. Or yeah. Oh my gosh. And so it talk about Pow Town. And so the locals like it is an empty mountain. It like nobody goes there. That's unreal. And like that's how the locals like it. Man. And so I, f- I feel really bad, but like my wife's first day <laughs> of learning how to snowboard, oh, no, it, was in the- <laughs> it was at Mount Baker because it was the one that opened up first. Yeah. Uh, they opened up. It was uh, November twenty fourth or something like that. They opened up their ski resort. So we went up there, and it was like three feet of powder, and she was trying to learn. <laughs> no clue what she doing. And if you've ever was, was there anything groomed? Um, there was. Okay, there was, but rare. Yeah, rare. Um, if you've ever tried to snowboard, it's very difficult. It takes about two days to learn. Yeah. You can do it though. Persevere. But if you've tried to learn in powder. Ugh. It's tough. I can only imagine how bad that would be. Because you have to go fast or you're going to get stuck. And then yeah. you get buried and then... You're stuck. You get so hot because you have to unstuck. Mm. Un, unst- unstuck yourself? Unstuck yourself? Unstick yourself. Unstick yourself? I like that. I like that better. Let's just say get yourself out of snow. Mm. Yes. Heath Satterfield, if you're listening to this, you can really attest to this. He came, visited us, went to uh, Stevens Pass. Our first run, he wasn't going fast enough, got stuck. It was probably like... Two and a half feet of powder. Um, and he was 
out of out of breath, <laughs> just like sweating. And he's very in shape, too. Yeah, he always, runs all yeah. the time. And so we literally had to go back to the lodge. He was that After tired? that? Yes, we did one run, and he was like, dude, I got to take a break. Oh, my gosh. And I thought... This day is gonna suck. <laughs> You're teaching somebody else to snowboard yes. again. I was like, Keith, you've to been snowboarding that. like several be awesome. times. Okay, Leavenworth. Oh, I should have known that. That is, it is the that Gatlinburg is of Washington. That is, he is not lying. It is built like a, a Bavarian town. Yeah, in the German. Yeah, and everything is German, and it's yep. really weird. Mm. Yes. And old That's people good. love it. Yes. Sounds like exactly Gatlinburg. it. Yeah. yeah. Besides the German. I was curious if you guys had ever been there. It is up in the mountains. Yeah. We, they, they claim that they have a, a ski resort, but it's one run. It's tow rope. <laughs> yeah. It's um, just a little hill. So now that you're back in the South, what are you most excited for? Like, what have you missed the most? Ooh. Besides family. Besides family, of course. Yeah. Family and friends. Our and closest family member was 3,000 miles away. Casual. Um, we uh, see, I hate to say this because Seattle had like a lot of great food and like th- I was open to a lot of different options, like a lot of different genres of food, but I miss the Southern food. Mm, really? better. Oh my goodness. Like dude. mom's cooking or the restaurant? I mean... If my mom's, li- I did miss my mom's cooking, <laughs> but like, like restaurants, like Cracker Barrel, mm. like a good old Cracker Barrel on a, like Oof. Sunday after church, after church, yeah. but like the breakfast Cracker Barrel or Burger Den. Oh my gosh. I've not had Burger Den in like five years. I love it. Yeah. And if Burger Den is just this tiny dump of a place in Dalton, Georgia, that makes amazing biscuits. The best biscuits. The never best biscuit. There. You never did? Never did. Mm-hmm. You missed out. There's something about Southern food. You missed that just out on. gives you that Southern love, that yeah. Southern comfort. Yeah. A Zaxby's. I missed the Zaxby's. Yeah. Bojangles. Mm, those are the best. Oh, thank God Bojangles is here. That is. Oof. Back up in Montgomery. Mm. Um, any, any last things to say about the differences between South, Pacific, Northwest? Mm. To close us out. Um... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I did love my time in Seattle. I really did. Um, it was great. Learned a lot. Learned a lot about the culture, the environment, the people. Um, and I, I feel like I learned more about the South, being away from the South oh, yeah. and being <laughs> somewhere different and being like, wow, oh, no, I grew up like this. Yeah. And like, I never thought about it because it was my normal. Yeah. Uh, and so it was, it was eye-opening on both ends. It really was. Yeah. And go Seahawks. Go Seahawks. <laughs> Great way to close that out. I mean, my jersey. So I, I didn't. I didn't even tell you this. Me and my wife that first Sunday in 2016, we went about jerseys. I bought a Cam Chancellor jersey, mm. who is now retired. I was about to say that didn't age well. <laughs> At least he retired, though. I'm so glad he retired instead of going for another team because my wife bought a Richard Sherman jersey. Oh no. <laughs> But to be fair, 2016 Richard Sherman, you're, that's a lot. I was like, that's a lot. I was like, babe, don't worry. This guy is going to stay here forever. They loved him. Everyone loved him. And then the next year he moved. Yeah. Yeah. Still, RP. still, this is our year. Epson Chap. DJ. This or, is the year. DJ, DK Metcalf. DK Metcalf. Is it? That like freak of a man? Yeah. Man. We signed him. Yeah. All right, Luke, so plug your socials so people can go follow you. Yes. So the Instagram, I'm not good at following back, so don't even expect it. But you can follow me at LucasWade31. 
Mm, it's a good follow. And you can give yep. us a follow at Culture Shark Podcast. Got our first post up last week. That was fun. Yeah. So make sure you give us a follow. Yeah. Um, so transitioning out of that conversation, Cody. Yeah. What's in the news this week? Uh, well, today is what? 2017? Yes. 2019. And in five days, four days, um, Spider-Man Far From Home will be opening Tuesday, mm. July oh, 2nd. Yes. So excited about that. You excited? I'm actually really excited. Yeah. I don't know when I'm going to see it. Um, probably sometime over the 4th. Um, but some reviews came out today. And going to be one of those B-level MCU movies. But, I mean, I'm always excited about it. Oh, is it? Yeah. It's kind of sad. I know. Well, I hate reading those early reviews, and you already know that. But, but they, they say it's super important for the just the connection. Which I love that, seeing how it connects to Endgame. Like, yeah. What did you think about Endgame? Oh, I loved it. Yeah. I saw it 10.30 showing. On the first night? No. It was the second night. But... But we got home at two. <laughs> I had to put I had to put my baby to bed first, and then leave my wife. <laughs> oh my <laughs> Sorry, <gosh. laughs> I know the things we do for culture. We, I know, right? <laughs> Stay up to culture. We were on like episode um, four of the podcast. We were like freaking out about Endgame at this point yeah. on the podcast. Um, yeah, I made the mistake of going to the theater with recliner seats. Oh, do you no. guys have those? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if we have like, are they like the well, maybe burn, push the button and you go all yeah. the way back? Yeah, we don't have any here, but I've oh. been to them. Do you? Oh, that was like our that was like our normal. I know, right? We're, Did you guys have like they bring you food and stuff? I don't know if we have one of those either. I've been to one. There's there's <laughs> one in Charleston and dude, Montgomery yep. is 20 years behind the rest of the world. Okay, <laughs> yeah. they're just or, not learning about IMAX, so we're way behind. <laughs> uh, but uh, I loved it. So good. I I low key cried when. Tony Spoiler, Stark. it's okay. You can say it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Uh, you know when I I cried when Tony Stark snapped his fingers. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Because like, dude, good moment. It's a great moment. You've grown up with Tony Stark, right? Yeah. Like, I know. but I really cried. I really cried whenever his daughter was mm. like, "I want some cheeseburgers," and mm. then Sonny was like, "I'll get you happy. the dad." Happy. happy. Yeah, that I, was a good moment. Maybe it was just because like I have a six month old daughter right now, yeah. and like if I die, oh better. my gosh! Yeah. But or it was like, dude, like Iron Man's gone, his daughter, and then Happy was like, I'm going to take care of you. It tugged on the heartstrings. I was like, I was that guy in the movie theater. Yeah. I couldn't help it. Like, an allergy attack just happened. But I'm ready for Far From Home just to get a little bit more about what's going on next in the MCU. Yeah. I had so many questions. Yeah. I had so many questions. The Where game, are they going to go? It, it concluded the Infinity Saga so well. Yes. But it gave you nothing to look forward to. Okay, so. Zero. Captain Marvel, she's just taking care of other universes. Thor's going to hang out with gods. Yeah, I know. Like, uh, now Peter Parker's the only person? Yeah. So now Nick Fury goes Peter Parker? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. So I didn't hear there. There's a mid-credit scene and a post-credit scene. Oh, wow. And there, throughout all both of those, there's going to be four moments to make you go, <gasps> so there's a lot. Just to in be, the post-credit and Just in the post-credit and mid-credit. So, yeah, be ready for I'll those. I'll get there halfway through then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I think it's going to be good. And then coming out next week as well is the third season of Stranger Things. Have y'all seen them yet? Have y'all watched season one and two? Yes. Cody? Uh, well, the thing is, that's a no. My wife started watching them. We watched them together. Started watching them together. Words and um, that was one of the things where I came back home and she had finished both seasons. Oh, oh no. I thought you were gonna go a different route. No, something happened to me. Me and my wife started watching season two together, and uh, 
She got too scared. <laughs> really? <laughs> Elizabeth got a little freaked out. She got too scared, and she could not finish it. Really? And I was like, okay, wow. I won't finish it. And But then, like, everyone in Seattle just obsessed with yeah. strange things. And I was like, I have to finish. So I just watched them on my own. Yeah. That's a great I, show. I mean, I really need to go back and watch it. But that comes out in a week from July 4th is on when the it drops. The only problem with these Netflix shows that come out, like, all at once is you forget what happens because you watched them so long ago. Yeah, I hate that. I like binge watching. Yeah, I'll binge watch it in less than a week. Yep. And but then I, I completely forget what happens. Like, I'll have to go watch a video season. to remind yeah. myself of what happened because yeah. it's been so long since I've seen them. Um, so I'm, we're excited about that. Uh, any big plans for the 4th of July for either of y'all? Yes. What you doing? Um, going back to the old Dalton, Georgia, mm-hmm. hanging out with some friends. Mm-hmm. Actually, before that, that's at nighttime, uh, my wife and my mom are running the Peachtree Road Race. Ooh. The Whoa. biggest I, fun fact, I just learned this like last week, the biggest ro- 10K road race in America. Wow. I remember y'all used to do that every year. Yeah, I've ran I've ran it like 3 times, but I'm saving my legs because I'm running a half marathon trail race in North Dakota. Mm, that's the good stuff. What? Yeah, it's that's so I was like, why did I just do that? What I sign up it's for? It's in that? summer, right? Yes. I'm not making sure. But it's North Dakota, so it's but like still, it's probably like a desert. Yeah. yeah. Cody, what you doing? For the fourth? Yeah. Um, probably gonna stay at home. <laughs> <laughs> Just have a little sparkler yeah, like, <laughs> in the backyard. Like, not a lot. Maybe check on Cooper, make sure he's not dead. Back to back world champs. No. <laughs> he's crazy. Can we come to the lake, please, please, please? <laughs> please You're going to the lake? Yeah, we're going down to uh, North Florida with Elizabeth's family. You're going to the lake in North Florida? Yeah. That's right by the beach. Yes. Okay, just make a trip. 14 of us in a three-bedroom trailer. <laughs> Blizzard. With a baby. In a, a trailer? Yeah, three-bedroom trailer. I don't want to go to the lake it's anymore. It's double wide. <laughs> Sounds good stuff. That sounds like Dalton, Georgia. All right, but before we before we go today, we got one question that we always ask, Luke. I don't in know if you Florida. got to this part in the Pixar episode, but we always ask this question. Cody. Me? Asking you first, because he has to learn. Oh, okay. What you binging? Um. Oh, oh gosh. Binging. What binging. A, what am I binging? I saw that on the notes, and I was like, "What's binging? <laughs> what's binging?" Oh yes, yeah, I, I always spell it wrong. Bing, 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 bing. Anyway, Cody, what's your binging? Uh, well, it's not my choice, but we've been watching Big Brother. Okay. Yeah, I hate it. Sarah absolutely loves it, um, and she admits, like, "Yeah, this is this show's stupid. It's like trashy and." Like, it's obviously scripted, but I love it. So we've been watching Big Brother. Um, I've been watching a little bit more of The Expanse. Kind of my normals. You yeah, know? nothing yeah. too new besides The Big Brother. I really hadn't had anything new. I want to finish a couple of things right now before I jump into some new stuff. Yeah. I think. I can't remember. Yep. Anyway. So, Luke. Man. What you binging? I'll have to go to, like, pastime, Luke, because... Yeah. Um, so me and my wife were we moved from Seattle. Uh so we had to like cut off our internet yep. in Xfinity. <laughs> and so uh literally the past four weeks of my life I've just been talking to each other. Yeah. What what is this? Literally <laughs> I, like maybe this is terrible, but our first night without TV, we just like sit down and look at each other and we're like, Oh wait. We can't turn it on. We there's nothing. What do we do? Wait. What? You still have your phone though. Right. One would think, one would think, but our apartment, and we we didn't even talk about cost of living. Oh God, let's no, not we let's did. not do that. That'll embarrass Seattle. Yeah, well, um, it's like New York, Seattle. <laughs> yeah. 
San Francisco, New York, Seattle. It's awful. Okay, since we're on the topic, we had a 790 square foot apartment. And our that's about the size of this table we're recording. <laughs> yes, <on>. yes. <laughs> so just picture that. And our rent alone, not even not even like internet or utilities or electric or anything. Our rent was seventeen sixty six. Vomit. Oh my gosh! You could own like a month. Three rental properties here. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's insane. Uh. Anyway, so our so, apartment was in the basement. Oh, gosh. And so we didn't have cell service. Oh, my word. People would try to call me, and I had to go upstairs outside that just was to talk to people. That was Highlands because yeah. we didn't have service anywhere. Because yeah. <laughs> you were in the mountains. Just in the mountains. Yeah. But so when you did have something, what was the biggest thing you were binging? When I, I, lot of binging, honestly. So new new daughter, new baby, lot of lot of late nights, a lot of binging. One thing that, like, the actual true definition of a binge, like, start to finish, like, and you forget what day it is, Sherlock. Ooh. Mm. Cody, from Cody's the BBC. Dude, yeah. I love that one. We've been in oh, the fashion in the last season, yeah. but it's been fantastic. The first three it, yeah, seasons it got are crazy. fantastic. It got, it got a lot, but that was, like, I started it, and I was just holding my new baby, and... We got a little scared some episodes. I like, mm-hmm. not gonna lie. I was there to protect her, or she was there to protect me. Not gonna lie. Either Pound way. of the Baskervilles. Your daughter like, <laughs> or your wife? <laughs> I need a, I need a lot of protection. <laughs> and it was like late nights, like two a.m. I'm watching Hound of the Baskervilles. Oh yeah, that's a, that one is kind of scary too. It's like a lot yeah. going on. Anyway, that was such a such a great show. And then there's always like we we just rewatch a lot. Yeah. And so my wife, her favorite is Friends. Mm. So uh, we just rewatched, and then The Office. Mm. We just rewatched that. Literally Classic. We haven't done our deep ago. dive on The Office yet. We've been talking about it. We have to do a oh deep dive. There's actually some big news this to week that. too, because <gasps> The Office is going off of Netflix in 2021. Yeah, for NBC's proprietary streaming service. Dang it! Everybody's gonna have their own streaming service. But by that time, I, I can rewatch it. it like five times. So <laughs> easy, light work. Oh, Tower, do you need something? Uh, yeah, you're signaling. Yeah. Oh, we need to ask you a question. Yeah. Uh, oh, Tyler, why don't you ask? Yeah. Can the can the guest uh, ask the question? Yeah, we got, that's this what one time. Before, yeah. Oh, Tyler. Yeah. What you binge? What am I binging? <laughs> <laughs> so last week I saw Toy Story four. Oh, Enjoy- that's right. I actually enjoyed it a lot. The ending's a little bit different than you'd expect. Neither of you have seen it yet, so I won't spoil anything. Nope. Um, so good movie. A lot of heart in it. Teared up a few times, of course, because it's Pixar. You okay, teared wait. Up. Yeah, I did. Okay. I just saw this last week. Sorry to interrupt you, but the top grossing movies at the box office yeah. last week, Toy Story, Men in Black, Godzilla. Um, there was another one, Child's Play or something yeah, like that. Yeah, what year are we in? 1999? What year are we in? <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Wow. Like, is Hollywood just like, you know what? There's nothing else we can make a movie about. Let's just recreate everything else. It's exactly what's happening. There's remakes upon remakes upon remakes. There's I stuff they could make. That. They just know they're going to make money off of Toy Story 4. Yes. Oh, that's frustrating. Yeah. Don't go see Men in Black, by the way. Yeah. Did you watch it? I did. Not I yet. had a gift card to save my That's a gift card movie for sure. It was. <laughs> you know, back when I had Movie Pass, I watched every movie. Rip. <laughs> R.I.P. <laughs> Big Tom's in Movie Pass. Dude, Movie Pass. We were. I've had movie. I was like one of the original movie pass owners yeah, in Seattle, yeah, that was a good and then I was one of your first to stop. Yeah, uh, but then <laughs> on top of Toy Story Four, we're still watching Friends. We're we're about to season five. Okay, and this is it. your first time. First time, really loving it. Yep, really loving it. Chandler is hilarious. 
Now that you're watching Friends and you've already watched How I Met, I Met Your, Mother, Your Mother, don't you see a lot of comparisons? Oh my gosh. It was really? glass shattering to me. Yes. Yes, that's Literally how it was. Episode of the How I Met Your Mother when the glass shatters. The, yeah. Remember that episode? <laughs> yeah. But there's so many things that they get so, from Friends that they draw into How I Met Your Mother. And I watched How I Met Your Mother first and then I rewatched Friends like you're doing? Yeah. Man. Yeah. How I Met Your like, Friends was the OG in these sitcoms. Like they really yep. set the standard. Yeah. Um, and then another show, which this is just a show that Elizabeth, like, she picks the weirdest things to watch. <laughs> On Discovery. Blame Elizabeth. No, it really is. Discovery, we're watching a show called Guardians of the Glades, where these bounty hunters. I already know what's happening in this. Bounty hunters go and uh, hunt pythons that have escaped. Oh, and that's a on the, on their oh, big, no. what, what are the, the things that go in the Everglades, right? Like the big hover boat thing? No, they just go. A fan boat. Dude, this dude. Fan boat, yeah. This dude goes out there with no shoes on. Nope. Walking through and just jumps on a 15 foot, put 15 foot python. No. They're not venomous. I won't even watch that show. It's crazy. And like, I don't even go to the exhibit at the zoo. You just skip the over reptile. the reptile. Yes. <laughs> yeah. reptile like, See you later. One yeah. time I was in a wheelchair and my brother forced me in there. <laughs> no choice. Talk about a terrible big brother. I was miserable. Awesome. I couldn't even close my eyes because so, yeah, I was afraid they were crawling all over me. Yeah, Guardians of the Glades, that's, that's what we've been going for. So. <laughs> that sounds awesome. I hope we can watch that tonight. Yeah, that's actually what we're going to be planning mm-hmm. on watching tonight. Guardians that's of the a strong <laughs> I'll run out of the room. Go wake up your dog. I got my Nikes on. <laughs> you ready to get preachers and sneakers? Another topic for another day. <laughs> Yeah, true. That's actually true. <laughs> Good thing about Seattle, though, they're all very wealthy, and so they would, like, not even care about our preacher. He's like, okay, good. I Whatever. wear $1,000 shoes to work every day. I don't Boom. care about it. Boom. Gosh, I wish I, wish I had money. <laughs> I got the Nike Pegasus Turbos right now. Mm. Most comfortable shoe I've ever owned. Those are pretty nice really? shoes. Yes. Shout out to Nike. They're not a sponsor. Mm-mm. <laughs> we want Adidas as a sponsor, though. No, sure. you don't. Yeah, we do. I watched a Hitler documentary. <laughs> well, on that note, I think we got to wrap this up. <laughs> I'm sorry. I think that's all the time we have for you this week on the Culture Shock Podcast. We'll see you next week. Bye.